What's up, everybody? We're back with EXP Lounge's podcast, episode number three. Um, if you aren't currently aware, we are a game lounge here in southern Utah, specifically the St. George, Washington area. I am Josh, one of the business owners, with my partner, Peter. <laughs> Peter! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Josh and Peter here on episode three of EXP Lounge's podcast. Um, welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening. I want to start off first just saying, like, because I'm excited about it, how cool it is that the Dragon Ball trading card community has grown so significantly. It started out with just us and, like, our close customers, right? Our yeah. customers to friends, right? It's just like now it's expanded. We have so many new players that this new official tournament, which we'll touch base on later, um, is going to have. I don't know. I'm I'm going to say probably like double the contestants that the last one did. Yeah, no, it's going to be huge. I mean, what we got a lot of new people. Uh, just to shout out a couple of names, we got Kason, um, who works right next door to us. He finally he finally came into our store and started playing Dragon Ball with us, which is super super cool. Um, and then we also have Gerudo or Caden, um, however whatever you want to call him. But that's super awesome that he actually he's you know coming and playing Dragon Ball with us as well. So that's you know always a good time. No, yeah, it's it's super exciting. We got new people in that have built really good decks, and they're intelligent. They play well, and it's a good match. It's always down to the last couple of life points, right? And watching their matches and stuff, I'm just I'm glad there's more people in it. I I love playing with the people I had, but the more the merrier, right? That's just what it is. I mean, that's the best thing about any card game. You, know, you get more people into it. They build different types of decks, and that makes each match unique. You know, if you play against the same person over and over with the same deck, it gets boring. You know, it's like playing the same video game or same board exactly, game over and over. exactly. You you fought that deck eight different times in the span of the last couple days because that's your friend you're playing with. You don't want to not play with them. Yeah, it's still fun. It's still just, fun, but like, ooh, this is a new deck going you know, on. You need a little spice, a little variety, oh. you know? Just, where's those salt and vinegar chips? Where's the barbecue? You you're know? Like, like, ooh, I lost to a different person, a different deck? I need to reshuffle mine? Like, what's going on here? Exactly, exactly. Too cool, too cool. Um, really what we should talk about real fast is, um, like Peter was touching on, uh, Kaysen, who works right next door to us, um, has for the last, like, six, six months. months. Since, since opening, you know. And we've invited him before. He's been busy, I'm sure. We gave him, like, a free pass for like gaming, free- right? Like, <laughs> yeah, just to be a good neighbor. He finally came in. <laughs> I mean, he's a busy guy. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, you know, but like, we're just, we're glad he finally came in. So glad he finally came he in. He gave the store a chance. Yes. And, and he, that's he the biggest thing. The now, now he's here on his lunch breaks, coming over as soon as he gets off work when his work shuts down. We talked about Call of Duty for like an hour the other day. It was so fun. I'm like, why have we never done this before? Like, dude, come on. So just, it's, it, what we're saying here is, Give the lounge a chance, guys. Once everyone comes in, they see everything we truly offer, which I don't think um, is fully explained out there, right? Yeah, it's 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 hard to get the vibe of any place until you actually go in and experience it. So, like Peter and I always say, we want to be the one-stop ultimate nerd shop. Yep. And you're like, well, what does that all encompass? And it's like, dude, board games, trading card games 
video games. Exactly. Like all of it, you know. Yep. It's all here. Every little accessory in between all of those things that you could possibly need to. Speaking of accessories, we do have another code word coming up later in the podcast. This time it's actually going to be 15% off an entire purchase. Ooh, Ooh and I gave you a triple. So, <laughs> Ooh, baby, a triple. <laughs> but uh, definitely stay tuned and listen out for that code word. Um, so, a couple things I want to address this week. Um, Dude, I am so excited for the new G Fuel flavors we're getting in. Oh, some good, good new flavors. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored, yeah, my guy. Yeah, for real. Not I sponsored. Should... I don't know what it takes to get sponsored by these people. Yeah, honestly. But we got Tetris coming in. Bah- that's not, that's a flavor, that's by a the way. Flavor. That's a flavor. We got PewDiePie. Bahama Mama. Uh, we even got a couple interesting flavors. Like if anyone's seen the show The Boys on, I believe it's on Amazon Prime. There's a Compound V flavor we're gonna be getting. Oh, just so many, so many cool ones all gonna be dropping this February. So. There's uh, what is it like Rocket Pop or whatever? <sighs> Something like that. They're so, they're so interesting. I am absolutely excited. They should be arriving shortly, like this week. Um, hopefully, honestly, they're going to be kind of spread out all throughout February, so you're just going to have to keep coming in and just keep trying out all the new flavors and whatnot. I know that as soon as new flavors come, we're going to be popping open those cans and checking them out. I We are addicted to caffeine. Oh, yes. I cannot function without my caffeine. That is uh, my biggest al- thing. Also not sponsored by caffeine. I I wish. Can we be? Like, they have like a lot of just money. Just all of like. caffeine? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read off the flavors real quick, just to get some hype around it. So we've got ice shatter coming. We've got um, that's ice shatter as well. Okay, decides to pull up the same one. Then I wish got, we could get our hands on is the Sonic Peach Rings. Oh, the Sonic <laughs> Peach Rings. I think we did get some of those. Yeah. No. So yeah, we've got uh, raging gummy fish, orange Ooh. vibe. Um, compound V snow cone. That's what it was. I was thinking of, I was, I call it bottle pop, but snow cone. Yeah. And then um, that just sounds delicious. Yeah. It sounds delicious. And then Bahama mama Tetris blast, um, blue ice again, and then the pootie pie flavor and then Sonic peach ring. Yeah. So a whole bunch of cool new flavors are going to be coming in. I cannot wait to try them all. Um, all right, we'll go off of G fuel. That's awesome. Not sponsored. Should be sponsored. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we drink enough of them, awesome. but let's talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. We're going to put this podcast up today. Um, for those of you who didn't already know, we do a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament the first Wednesday of every month. Hey, Josh, what day is it today? Is it a uh, Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Today. That means that that tournament is tomorrow. Yo. <laughs> I was saying, uh, we're going to be posting this podcast today, so by the time you listen to it, listen to it today, so that way you know about the tournament tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, first, first Wednesday of every month, we do this Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. And, uh, we've been hyping it up to quite a bit of new customers, so hopefully they decide to, you know, come in and test their, test their decks, test their luck. So, should be, should be pretty fun. Really, as they should. The, the thing is, is I think when people hear tournament, they get a little scared yeah. about like the competition, especially in Yu-Gi-Oh. I totally understand because with meta decks in Yu-Gi-Oh, you get shut down pretty fast. Yep. The thing is here, yes, there are some people that are using those decks, but for the most part, the people you're playing with at the lounge aren't. <clears throat> They're using more kind of fun decks. They want to actually like. I don't know, play the game and go longer than two turns. Two turns though, that's that's one too many. It should be one turn. <laughs> just kidding. I, I, I hate decks like that personally. Like I wanna actually play the game. It shouldn't just be who draws the better hand and who wins a who wins a dice 
a dice, you know, roll or a coin toss or a rock, paper, scissors. It know? needs to be like the show. Yeah. It needs to be back and forth. Your grandpa's life is on the line. Exactly. And 18 turns later, you might have saved your grandpa. Yep, exactly. Seto Cab is pulling out his blue eyes white dragon and talking all this dramatic stuff and you pull Exodia, you know? Really, we're, we're too late to do it. But one thing I was thinking of is we need to do that new anime format of Yu-Gi-Oh! for like the tournament. That'd be really fun. Yeah, actually play with like a different format where all your cards have to be different cards. Yep, singleton, no duplicates. Exactly. And then uh, no cards are banned, so your pot of greeds and, you know, mm-hmm. come back and everything. So exactly. We- uh, something also about like depending on like cards have different values, like rare, more powerful cards, and you can't like exceed a certain number based on their point system. Exactly. Just so that way it like forces your deck to be balanced. It reminds me of like old, you know, like create a class things in freaking Call of Duty. It's actually really funny. So yeah, Yami Yugi won the matches relying on his one Dark Magician, not three Dark Magicians in his deck. Exactly, and not four or. Th- three copies of a card that pulls out Dark Magician, and three more copies that pulls out that card that pulls out Dark Magician. So you're like, ah, oh, we're going to get my Dark Magician first turn no matter what. So that'll be something to look forward to in the future, is the anime format of Yu-Gi-Oh! that we'll uh, start implementing a little bit. Um, but tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, February 1st, is going to be the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. It is free to join, so first off, that should really make you want to come. Exactly. Uh, there are prizes um, so that's just us giving away a little bit, right? Yep, supporting supporting the community, trying to build it up, make it worth people's time. You don't pay anything. You come play Yu-Gi-Oh!, you possibly win some prizes. Yeah, exactly. It's a win-win-win-mick-win. Yeah, I mean, I don't see... The only way you can lose is if you lose a battle, but you still got to have fun meeting a new person playing Yu-Gi-Oh!. Exactly, like, and that's why you have Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, right? It's to play the game, so... yeah. No one's treating Yu-Gi-Oh like Pokemon oh, and just collecting them. Oh, speaking of which, our Pokemon tournament, just kidding, we're never going to do that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, maybe one day if we build a community for it, but exactly. People hey, will- if you play Pokemon, listeners, you tell us that you actually play Pokemon, because I can't find you. Yeah, honestly, though, honestly. Like, Everyone collects it. I mean, a new customer, Kaysen, he actually does say that he plays Pokemon he a little does. bit. He is one in a trillion, but, you know, yeah. there's not even that many people, but it doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, want to want to move on to the Dragon Ball tournament? Um, yeah, of course. Um, I really, I told myself, I was like, you know what, this podcast episode, let's not talk about Dragon Ball for 800 years. But that's just where it has to go. Um, so, yes, Dragon Ball Super Trading Card Tournament. Uh, we are doing another official one, uh, Bandai Official, TCG+. Plus. Um, it is February... 11th, that's a Saturday. Um, it's gonna start at 6 p.m. on the dot. Uh, you do have to have your Bandai account and your deck registered on it. It's a $15 cover charge. Um, you get tournament participation packs, and then we'll also be handing out some special dash packs, and winners, of course, get the winner card. Yep. So. With that big old winner logo printed right on it. Yep. Just to show off to everybody. I think you have one of those, right? I might have one of oh, those. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. You know. uh, can I Can I just real fast? Um, it's really funny because the winner card I have, uh, when you play it as a counterattack, it has it played in rest mode. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know what that means, rest mode is the card is sideways. So, tapped in magic. Yeah. Tapped. You know, it's uh, horizontal, not vertical. And the winner is printed horizontally on it. 
So that way they have so to read it. That's why they did that. Is like this card enters the field with your opponent reading winner. Yeah, no, that's that's actually hilarious. It's pretty cheeky of them to do. It is. No, it really is. Uh, I do appreciate it, but it's always a good time. Um, like we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast, the Dragon Ball tournament is probably going to be twice as big as the last one was, and yep. I am excited for that. Be fun. Be fun. Um. Cool. Anything else to touch up on that exactly? Um, no, we'll we'll talk more about it as the time comes closer. Because is it? It's not this Saturday, is it? Or is it not this Saturday, but the next? Next, next Saturday. Yeah. Uh, one thing we're thinking about doing maybe is rolling it over into Sunday. That uh, way we do longer tournaments. Yeah, it'd be more rounds of Swiss style. So it'd be best two out of three. You'd probably play three rounds of two out of three on uh, Saturday and then an additional three rounds on Sunday. But, of course, we got to confirm everyone can make it to both days. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise. We're not going to do that if it hurts any one of our players. Yeah, like. exactly. Um, but we'll see what happens. So Yep. Um, um, moving on, I mean, big, huge news. This uh, this Friday for Magic the Gathering is actually the Phyrexia pre-release. So and, glad you brought that up, man. Yeah, and, you know, a funny story. Josh and I, of course, we opened up this business about six months ago. Um, a little inside on the trading card world is that if you're not pre-ordering the cards four or five months in advance, then you're not getting them. That's just kind of like how it works. Um, or at least that's kind of how it works for the pre-release kids, especially. You gotta be like registered as a wizard store, which we are, and you have to really, you know, put in, put in the work and then be way ahead of the game to order in these pre-release kits. Uh, but luckily we have one of the best distributors and the best account manager ever, and he actually was able to sneak us, um, a whole bunch of pre-release kits. So this coming Friday, not only are we getting all of our magic Phyrexia, you know, set boosters, uh, draft boosters, you know, bundles, everything like that, but we also are going to be getting a certain amount of pre-release kits that the first uh, 30 people to come in will actually be able to grab one of those, which is going to be super cool. I mean, I'm Josh, you know, everyone who comes in has been super excited about Phyrexia. Dude, <clears throat> people who haven't even played Magic for like the last decade are now re-looking at Magic again. Yep. Phyrexia has some of the coolest lands, some of the coolest design creatures, some of the coolest just planeswalkers, right? Mm -hmm. And... I mean, even the poster we have hanging up on our door uh, looks badass. Yeah. It's just a cool thing to see. Yeah. And so when you're coming back to Phyrexia playing, right, and you're doing – you have Jace coming back, right? Like, people are hyped about this. I don't think there's been a single customer where they're like, oh, Phyrexia, man, maybe I'll – play that like everyone's like ooh Phyrexia exactly, yeah. exactly. so yeah, this, this coming Friday it's going to be a huge pre-release launch party um, it's going to be starting right around 7 o'clock please show up early to hold your place in line for a pre-release kit but uh, yeah, everyone's going to be opening up all the boxes. We might even do a sealed tournament style if we get enough people wanting to do so. And of course, if whoever doesn't want to play in the tournament, it's fine. The pre-release uh, packs come with uh, four draft boosters and a family booster based off of the colors that you get on your box. So we're going to, of course, try to make sure everyone can get the colors they want, but it's going to be pretty much first come, first serve. 
But I mean, super cool. Oh, and another thing too is normally pre-releases are what, like thirty bucks, something like that, to to take part. Yeah, I get, mean, you're getting four boosters and, and a, a family, family booster, booster plus a cool no, the box, dice, the dice, box, yeah. counters. Exactly, they're thirty bucks, dude. They're thirty bucks. But we to celebrate our first ever pre-release, we are actually going to be doing it for the low price of twenty dollars. Holy so, shit! Yeah, what? yeah, twenty dollars plus tax. <laughs> it's kind of like twenty-one bucks, which is just super, super cheap. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time, and I'm really excited for everyone to come in and check out the new cards. I mean, if there's one left over, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm gonna be snagging that last one. So we're gonna we're gonna see what we get, but a lot of, a lot of good stuff to come this Friday, and that is literally this Friday, February third, right? Yeah, February third, like four days away from now. So we'll be posting about it. If you want us to hold you a pre-release pit uh, pack, uh, it's gonna be first come first serve. But if you can guarantee that you're gonna come on time, then uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to hold one for you if you message us on Discord. So. That's starting at 7 p.m., yeah? 7 p.m. 7 yeah. p.m., 20 bucks. But like I said, show up early. You show up at 7.20 and your pre-release pack's gone, <clears throat> like, I warned you. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Um, I think it's important that we shed some light on just how monumental to the lounge this is. Um, right in the history of EXP Lounge, in the six months that we've been open, uh, right. It's like we had opening day, you know, that was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. tournament. Yeah. We then got actually like good Super Smash Bros. tournaments coming in. We got recognized by Bandai and we got recognized by Bushi Road, um, for Vanguard. Yeah. And we got recognized by Wizards of the Coast for Magic. Yeah. And they have finally like us doing this pre-release is like that next major mark in the exp timeline and that's why it's so important to us that's why we're making it twenty dollars peter and i are willing to just kind of take that hit to make it fun for everyone and make sure that we can support everyone because that's just what the shop's about exactly um it can't be something we do every single time yeah but this being the first time, I want it to be freaking huge. Exactly. I want I want it to be a party in here. We're probably going to be pulling away most of the consoles and just filling up with more tables and more chairs, just that way. You know, everyone has a you know comfortable place to play, and everyone's going to be you know walking around, looking at their new cards, trading. Then then everyone wants to compete in the tournament. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. So, dude, pulling away the consoles is a perfect segue to. We took away the VR. Oh, that's that is true. RIP virtual reality. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, VR it was it's always been popular here. Um, we do get you know random customers coming in, um, just new customers uh, checking out the VR and stuff like that. But with our with our trading card community and board game community, just growing what twenty five times as fast as our like VR community. Like, it's just... It's what it is. It's what it is. Monday is one of our slowest days, right? And yesterday, being a Monday, even with it being as slow as it was, all of these tables right here Mm -hmm. had people playing card games. Yep. We needed the extra space. We needed to set up more tables. The VR spaces just had to come down. Yeah, and a a couple different times we've had customers come in 
and they've wanted to play VR, but we already have a table there to comp, you know, make other customers comfortable with more table seating, and we just have to turn them away. So we figured rather than, no matter what, we were going to be disappointing someone. So rather than that, we decided to cut VR altogether. That way there can be no more disappointment, only good experiences here and, you know, at our stores. Exactly. Cool. Um, but yeah, RIP VR. It was a good six months. Um, but yeah, what, what, what next? Can we, can we talk about some of the games we've played recently? Let's talk about it. Tell me all about Dead Space, my guy. Oh, <clears throat> my guy, dude. Okay, so for those of you, we have Dead Space here at the lounge. Uh, we have it on our uh, right PlayStation. Um, it's actually downloading right now, which is very cool. But, um, I mean, Dead Space, I played that game, like, I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, something like that. I remember I got it for my birthday uh, from my friend whose mom, he convinced to buy it for me because my mom would not have bought me that end game with all the, you know, gruesome gruesome things in it but for those of you who have not played original dead space and want a really really good game and a game that is not like callisto protocol where all you have to do is dodge left or right for uh, forever and you beat the game already um dead space is truly super terrifying super fun they added a whole bunch of new content to it because it is a true remake it's not just a remaster so there's a lot of different experiences in it they just just i give the game like honestly like a 9.2 out of 10 right now like it is so i mean i'm biased of course because of my history with the game but it is so true to its original and it's just so fun and scary like i was playing it last night with the lights off headset on and you'll just hear the sounds in the walls and you'll freeze up doesn't pause when you go into stores and stuff and enemies will try to you know gank you while you're at just trying to buy some more ammo or meds like Super fun game. Come give it a shot. We got headphones. It, uh, it's worth your time. But uh, I really want to see people play it here. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, man, if someone's here, headphones on, playing some Dead Space. I mean, you come in at the right time. I might even turn off the lights. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll sit there and watch you. I want to experience uh, what you're experiencing. I, I can't wait for some good jump scares off that game. Yeah, it's you got to play it. You got to play it. Oh, fun. I'm I'm going to. I'm actually excited to play that game. Super fun. But uh, yeah, you've been playing Darkest Dungeon a lot via my recommendation. How's that been going? It's been going awesome, man. I mean, I love any game that gives me some sort of challenge, and. Um, I appreciate your recommendation. Of course, we have downtime at the lounge, so it's like, why not play a slow-moving video game that I can easily pause, pause you get know, up, throwing someone out. and then help people out. Um, so, perfect game to be playing at the lounge for me, but being able to take that like strategy role-playing game and do that turn-based combat, um, one of the things that I think there's people outside talking or... People next door. Next door. Yeah, there's a like creep station. Are thin walls. Yeah. Um, but permadeath, dude. One of my favorite things. Uh, any video game that offers permadeath, I'm instantly like, piques my interest. I'm just like, what? Okay, wait. If my guys die, like they're gone. They. That makes it so much more intense. Um, That's a good game for anyone to try out here too. Just give it. A oh try. yeah, if you just want to kind of dungeon crawl, roguelike kind of stuff. Um, and s- test your skills with keeping your party alive. Uh, definitely a fantastic game to you know try out at the lounge and whatnot. Um, one other thing that we both have been enjoying too. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen the Last of Us TV show, dude, it's so, so good. It's a good show. Like I even I actually I killed your vibe on it at you first did. because. 
I mean, we were talking about it, and I was like, eh, I've got low expectations. And you were like, what do you mean? And I was like, I mean, look at any video game-related TV show. Yeah. I mean, I really the only example I can think of right now is, like, The Witcher. But, like, some people really like The Witcher. I do not. Like, See, was, I, I don't either. It was know? a pretty meh show. I'm exactly. not say it was bad. It's just, like, the games are top two, right? Yes. Top two games, and the show is meh. So, like... You know, like, when you have something of such good quality and such good storytelling and just such good, you know, character development and everything like that, and then you, you know, switch it around to a show and it's not as good, it's just like feeling like you went to, you know, you went to a restaurant, had the best meal of your life, you went back again and got one tiny thing different and it was terrible. And you're like, oh, like, I'm so glad that, you know, this is the experience I'm getting. Like, it's just, it's just, I don't know, it was bad. But The Last of Us TV show... It's good. It's good. I mean, what, episode, what episode, episode three now? Yeah. Episode one start off exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yep. Very similar to the show, almost scene for scene for a lot of it. You or, sorry, so for the game. You know what? I, um, one of the things that I didn't really think of was I thought that, right, the 2010s had just beat freaking zombies into the ground, dude. Like... Walking Dead and all of its 10 million different spinoffs and all the games yep. and graphic novels and like yep. I was zombied out. I mean, I think and of course, is. of course, Last of Us, they're not zombies, right? That's not the correct classification. They're, 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 they're fun, fungus zombies. Yeah, yeah. But I was worried. I was like, I don't need another post-apocalypse like zombie show. But Damn, does Last of Us just like do it, dude? Yeah, no, it's it's very good. We don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, of the, course not. The way they did the newest episode, the third episode, by giving so beautiful. much more lore and like, yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful, you know, episode. And just in terms of like, you know, if anyone's played the Last of Us game, you know, it's very systematic. Walk, do puzzle, fall into some enemies, beat enemies, walk some more puzzle fallen to some enemies and of course like with all the heartwarming like comments and like little beautiful moments in the game they obviously can't make that a show like you know like it was just gonna be like someone walking around fighting clickers and dying like 17 times until they finally get past it so the fact the the route that they're going with doing a lot more like you know lore and like kind of spin-off stuff but like it's staying very true to the game at the same time is uh it's just good it's a good time and that's what i'm saying man episode one and episode two were exactly what I thought they were going to be. They were good, solid 8.5, right? Like, just good episodes. It was fine. I'm still going to watch the show. Episode 3 took me by surprise. And I was just like, this is perfect. Yeah, no, it was very, very good. 10 out of 10. I'm excited for where they go with episode 4, because realistically, they couldn't have done that episode. Because we were talking about the other night, like, if anyone played the first Last of Us game, there's the part where you enter into the town and there's all the traps everywhere and you're just kind of dodging the traps yeah. and killing some clickers and then you run to the guy. And did then, you say clicker? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I did actually say clicker. Speaking of which, that's the code word for this week. 15% off an entire purchase, clicker. Don't tell your friends, come in. It expires by the time we release the next code word on our next podcast. Not bonus amounts off, but bonus points if you make the sound. Oh, bonus points, <laughs> bonus points indeed. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, you're just like going around, you know, fighting enemies, sneaking around, dodging traps, and then you get to the guy, and then you leave. You leave the area, and you're like, cool, like, good mission, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then the way they, like, they couldn't have done that in an hour and 20 minute episode. Your interaction with Bill in the game is all of 
two minutes yeah two minutes like. exactly like it's the experience of getting through the town and the gameplay of that is the how they took it in the game of course yeah but in the show they were like that would be really shitty to watch so they they went a completely different route like i said i don't want to do any spoilers but it was uh it was good it was a good show if you have the the option you have access to like hbo check out the last of us yeah 100 also not sponsored also not sponsored <laughs> should be sponsored um cool um let's start real quick talk about a little couple of board games before we before we close up this podcast so uh one thing one thing you were playing a little uh, a couple of days ago was skyrim the board game with uh braxton and absolutely Daddy. massive dude the board takes up this entire freaking table i'm playing with braxton and maddie couple of our most regular customers we get to see them all the time um wait braxton doesn't live here you would think so. I have the mattress in the back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is carved into this table. Yeah, 100%. And that seat right yep, there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, I'm playing Skyrim, and I, I have to say, the people that made that board game were definitely major fans of the video game. They put the love and care of everything into that, and you have so many good key elements in Skyrim on the board game it was so cool to like pick my character class and level them up and the game's so long okay board game takes 40 minutes right skyrim takes four years and they have save boxes for each player i we had we had to call it quits we're like four hours deep we beat chapter one of the Skyrim board game. And then Braxton hands us the save boxes. We put all of our character supplies in these save boxes for the next time we play going into chapter two and stuff. And I'm just like, that's so creative. Uh, you can pick up the game. You can clean it up and still have like your point in the game saved. Um, but yes, absolutely good board game. If you're willing to sit down and play that long, yeah, no, it's what well, it's going to be like probably like a month long experience of cranking out. And I don't know how many chapters there are, but each chapter is definitely going to take us minimum of two to three hours. Now, yeah. like the first one was definitely longer because we we're learning. I'm pretty sure now we know how like the turns work and stuff. It'll be fine. Yeah, I feel that. But it is not for everyone, right? I know Peter couldn't sit down oh, no. and play a board game that long. No, not my type of board game. I love a game Skyrim, but you know me. I'll play he, just one for five years, but not uh, not a four-hour-long Skyrim game. If he's going to put two hours into a board game, it's going to be Dice Throne. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Dice Throne. Dice Throne. Dice Throne is a good time. Actually, the same day you were playing that, I was playing Dice Throne with uh, Rhett, uh, Kaysen, and Gavin. And yeah, different Kason. Different, way. different Kason. Yeah, Kason's uh, no last names, but Kaysen, uh, my old uh, old employee Kason. Uh, super glad he's been coming to the store too. He speaking of which, yeah, it took him like six months. All right, all right. You know, let's, let's talk about that real fast. Again, one of our actual friends before we opened the lounge, mm-hmm. we couldn't even get into the lounge. Mm-hmm. Now that he has been in the lounge and experienced it. He's here. He keeps coming back once or twice a week at we least. We love it. We're like, thank you, Casey, for coming. And he has a great time. We yeah. have a great time with him. Yeah. And we just play some dice throne. Yeah. 
All right, continue, though, please. Uh, Dice Throne, though, super fun game, a whole bunch of different characters. We actually have a lot of the Marvel characters in the stock right here. But um, it is it is basically Battle Yahtzee. All the different characters have different abilities, and you roll your dice, and you weigh out your pros and cons to see which dice rolls you're going to go for, because, you know, there's your character has five dice? I think it's five, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's five dice, and... Each number is, of course, a number, but also those numbers coincide with a symbol, and you have to match symbols or like get like straights and stuff like that to different attacks. And what we've been doing on Sunday is the campaign, which is a separate thing you can purchase. We don't carry it here, so not sponsored, but we, Josh, you and me, and Rhett and Gavin went through the entire campaign over the course of like two months. It's long, man. It's long, and we narrowly narrowly beat it the last boss beat us like six times we had to restart restart so many times times. but the first the first couple of uh you know dungeon crawls and bosses we were slapping them in the face i was like wow this game's easy (laughs) and then literally i don't know we're playing it we're we're replaying on hard how many many times did you guys lose against this first boss uh so technically the the first dungeon crawl right we made it out with like everyone having one health and this freaking sandworm doing collateral damage to all of us and we were out of all our heals and like if one person lo- dies we all lose and this dungeon crawl took us like in, like what two hours and like that yeah. and we narrowly narrowly beat it by getting some lucky rolls and it getting some unlucky rolls and then this first boss like we came in barbarian we fought him before you know and yeah. in our campaign I was like oh I know this guy murdered us he's like oh, it's like oh the game's like you start with 40 health. I'm like, okay, cool. He starts with 8,000. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like, oh, yeah, so you attacked. You did six damage. I'm like, okay, progress. And it's like, he attacked you. It does 17. I'm like, what is this game? This game is just, you hope they don't murder you because you can't murder them. But, I mean, it's it's a fun time. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's always exciting when you get some good rolls. It's a good game to play. And the base game, you just play against your friends and stuff. It's super fun. When we first got into Dice Throne, we uh, we played a lot against each other. So, so yeah, anyone who hasn't picked up Dice Throne, I suggest you try it. I mean, you even have your characters here, right, to try out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, might as well have a couple characters here so people can play with them and get yep. at least a taste for, like, what the game is. Because yep. battling against someone else in my personal opinion, is just more fun. Oh, I I agree. It is it is very fun. It's strategic. It's lucky, you mm-hmm. know. And then the characters versing each other, they just did such a good job of making Balancing. everything even. It's balanced and yep. stuff. Um, I don't know. Did we just mention some of our more cool products and get out of here? Mm, yeah. No, sounds good to me. So first off, of course, we have all our new magic stuff coming in. Like I said, just a repeat, uh, Phyrexia, set boosters, draft boosters, jumpstart boosters, uh, bundles. The complete bundle is going to be coming out later this March. And also those pre-release kits this Friday for for all those who show up. So, Or at least the first 30 that show up. So it'll be, it'll be super, super fun. Um, one cool thing that we have here at the lounge that we're getting to see a little bit more as people have been buying them and putting their collections in is the Z Folio LXs. Um, these are 12 pocket binders. Um, different than your nine pockets, right? Where you only have three, um, like a three by three, and then this is now a four by three. Yep, yeah. that's 12. <laughs> but they're massive. They're clean leather binders. Uh, they come in all sorts of different colors, and we have multiple color options right now. Um, but with the four cards lined up as they are 
and you slip your cards into them. Um, first off, there's side loaders, which is just nice, so you don't have to like flip back and forth and like double up from putting your cards uh, from the top and stuff. But when we've had a couple of our customers show us collections using these clean binders and with all your cards on display like that i personally think it's the best way to display your cards i have mine in a nine pocket binder and i feel less compared to <laughs> the these other nice ones so um they are here at the lounge um, of course, you can always use the code word and stuff, but they're not even that pricey to begin with. Yeah, so. no, it's a, it's a good price, honestly. It's a very good price. Um, yeah. I, that's everything. That's everything. We got a whole bunch of game shells, of course, in stock. We even have our game shell, uh, was it 650? The 650. The 650 in <clears throat> stock, too, so I'm surprised someone hasn't nabbed one of those. It's the standard black color. But we even got a, uh, yeah, no, honestly, that's pretty much it. We still have our regular binders, still have a whole bunch of board games. Uh, we're gonna be getting a lot more minis in stock soon, which is cool. That's so. right. We just did a big order big for order some for minis. miniatures. So. Yeah, a whole bunch of new dice, cloak and dagger dice, are gonna be coming in, which are the coolest dice. Honestly, can you we'll, imagine? We'll talk about them on the next one. Well, 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 honestly, though, real quick, can you imagine right. using a cloak and dagger dice as your uh, your counter on your Unison Warrior or like your your Planeswalker? Oh, that would, that would be, be so cool. Funny. Yeah, that'd be, be so, so cool. Funny. How many counters does it have? Oh, let me see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright though, I appreciate everyone who listens in, um, like I said bring up the code word, this podcast is a little bit longer than normal, but uh, yeah, Josh, any closing remarks? You know, I just want to say thank you as well, I get so giddy when people come up and they give the code word I'm just like, ooh, you listen to the podcast? Yeah, no, it's thank like, you. We do appreciate everyone who supports us, that's why we want to give back with that with that discount to everyone who does. So, so thank you. Everyone, you guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you later.